Hello there. This is Series 9 of Satisfied. The Series 9 podcasts enhance the Graceful Living Bible Study, covering the essential truths for living a life of freedom and joy in Christ. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we saw how grasping truth gives us protection from being taken captive by error so we can live out our freedom. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 11 of the Graceful Living Bible Study. We will see why graceful living leads to fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. We all like to feel we have a purpose. But where do you get your purpose? Who gives it to you? You have two choices, basically. You get it from your culture, or you get it from Jesus Christ. For believers, when we stay focused on the purpose Jesus gives us, our hearts will be satisfied to live that out. Let's explore how to find that purpose. We'll start with the truth that Jesus calls us to a new life with Him. Christianity is Christ. It is about Jesus Christ and our relationship with Him. We enter into that relationship by faith in Him as the Son of God who lived a perfect life in a human body died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins and rose again from the dead with a new resurrection body so he could give us new life as well. Jesus calls us to new life. Then Jesus clothes us with himself. The moment we accept this call to new life, Galatians chapter 3 verse 27 says that we get clothed with Christ. This means that when God looks on us, he sees his own son. We become totally loved and accepted in God's sight, and we become the walking, talking, visible representatives of an invisible God. Jesus clothes us with himself. And Jesus commissions us with a twofold purpose. The first part of our purpose is to follow Jesus as his disciple. To follow Jesus means to make the choice to learn from Jesus through what is taught in the Bible and to apply those teachings to your life. We do that through depending upon Him to help us be obedient to Him. The result is Jesus living His life through you, influencing those around you so they can experience His love as well. The second part of our purpose is to live as a disciple maker. Jesus told his disciples to go and make disciples, as he did. His disciples took in what they learned from him and shared it with others, taking others through the process. Then the new Christians could in turn share about Christ with someone else and disciple them. That is how to live for him as a disciple maker, making disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And here's how we do that. Jesus empowers us to fulfill that purpose. His Spirit lives in us, giving us the power to do what Jesus commissions us to do. You and I can be disciple makers, not because we're so great or smart or have been a Christian a long time or even know the Bible well. The Spirit makes us able. We are simply to obey Jesus and trust His Spirit to work through us. And being scared is a good thing because we will rely on Him more. Jesus Christ calls you to a new life, clothes you with himself, commissions you with a purpose, and empowers you to fulfill that purpose. Jesus' followers become disciple-makers. But you can get distracted from your purpose. 
It's easy to get sidetracked from our purpose by feelings of inadequacy, a fear of rejection, or a desire for comfort in relationships. It's a whole lot more comfortable hanging out in community with growing Christians than to be around those who don't know Christ. Sometimes we get stuck in the first part of our purpose, following Jesus as His disciple. We go to Bible study after Bible study, growing in Bible knowledge. I realized several years ago that I had been focusing almost entirely on helping women get more Bible knowledge. I lost connection with those who didn't know Jesus. I didn't even know how to talk to them. Have you experienced that? Now, don't get me wrong. I love Bible study. I've been involved in some fabulous Bible studies over the years. I write Bible studies and develop podcasts from my detailed study. Women need to know and understand God's Word so they can know their God better in His way of approaching life. But over time, as their knowledge accumulates, the next thing you know, women are being snippy about the study topics or whose group they're in or the table decorations. I've seen it happen among godly women in very successful Bible studies, women who love Jesus very much. The result of getting stuck in discipleship is a sense of restlessness. That restlessness is a clue that you have been distracted away from your whole purpose. You are to be following Jesus as His disciple while living for Him as a disciple maker at the same time with just as much intentionality. That's been my focus for the past 10 years, and that is our goal for you with this Graceful Living Bible Study. We've tried to give you tools to help you fulfill your purpose as a disciple maker for Jesus. When it comes to making disciples, you have three powerful tools to help you fulfill your purpose. Tool number one, the Holy Spirit at work in you and in the world. Through this Graceful Living Bible Study, you should be more aware of the Holy Spirit's work everywhere. Tool number two, the gospel message. If you have worked through all the lessons, you should know with confidence that the gospel is the good news about Jesus Christ coming to earth to save us from our sins. Christianity is Christ. It's all about a relationship with Him. If you have opportunity to tell someone one thing, tell her about Jesus. Share the gospel message. It's a treasure that we have, and it is too powerful and valuable to keep to ourselves. We must share it. We must communicate what God has done in our lives. Tool number three, your story. In lesson 11, we've given you the opportunity to write and practice sharing your own faith story. We've encouraged you to ask the Spirit to give you opportunity to share Christ and your story with women who need to meet Jesus. People love to hear stories. Look at all the time we spend watching movies, reading books, scrolling through Facebook. You have a story to share. It's your personal story about your faith in a faithful God. Sharing your story is a simple way to speak about God's love for you and how He works in your life. You can bring hope to someone who needs it. You have a story to share about God's grace in your life. Your story illustrates the power of God in your life. It illustrates His faithfulness to you. You don't need to be an expert in the Bible or have years of experience as a Christian. Just share what you know. But once someone trusts in Christ, they need to be discipled. 
We have women all around us who were not raised in a church setting, or they attended a church that even discouraged personal Bible study. They are new to the Bible. They have no clue how to read it to feed themselves. When they trust in Christ, they are like the newborn babies in our own families, hungry for the milk of God's Word, starving for it. So for new believers in Christ, we need to make sure they get the basics in an organized fashion from someone who personally cares about them. Getting to know Jesus is the priority for new Christians. What they need first and foremost is to get to know Him well and be secure in their relationship with Him. Reading through the Gospels is a great way to do that. Establishing that relationship with Jesus is top priority. Newborn babies don't need to know all the family history before we establish our love relationship with them. Neither do baby Christians need to know Israel's history. They need to know Jesus first. All Christians, whether new or old, need to know some basics like who Jesus is, what He did for them on the cross, what His resurrection means, and their new identity in Christ. They need to know how to live in freedom from the flesh because they can live by the Spirit's power. They need to learn to depend on the Lord and how that dependence leads to obedience to Him. They can get all of that from our studies for beginners. Start out with a fresh start, a study designed especially for new Christians. Then do painting the portrait of Jesus, which is a simple look at Jesus' life from the Gospel of John. Not every Christian woman will become a director, coordinator, or small group leader, but every Christian woman from 15 to 95 can become a disciple maker, sharing Christ and discipling new believers. So if you feel stuck in discipleship as I described earlier, maybe the Lord is making you restless so you will be drawn to become a disciple maker too. What you need are the tools and encouragement to do so. That's what we've been trying to do in this Graceful Living Bible study. Jesus satisfies your heart with purpose. He calls you to a new life, clothes you with Himself, commissions you with a purpose to follow Him as a disciple and to live for Him as a disciple maker. Thankfully, Jesus does not leave you alone to work really hard to do what He's asked you to do. He empowers you to fulfill your purpose. The power comes from God's Spirit who lives inside you from the moment you trust in Christ for salvation. Your response is to live dependently on His power in your life by faith. You are simply to obey Him and trust His Spirit in you to work through you. And being a little scared is a good thing because you will rely on Him more. Feel free to say, Lord Jesus, I can't do this on my own. I will trust you to do this in me and through me. Then watch what he does. That's graceful living. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with his grace so that your life overflows with his grace every day. Then you will experience a life of freedom and joy. I'm Melanie Newton and you've been listening to Satisfied Series 9. I hope you will join me for another series and continue to be satisfied by His love.